I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, it could have been better. It could have been worse. I go four and four, and I lose the juice. I left a couple winners off the card, though. Made the wrong picks of what to put on my card. So I'm kicking myself a little bit going into the recap here. Let's start with my winners. I cash a Nebraska. Minus the six and a half. They get the job done at home against Minnesota. The Golden Gophers are still 23 and four against the spread. I'll be fading them in the next game as well. I cash on Mount St. Mary's in the MAC plus the one and a half. They get the job done at home. They defeat Iona. I lose on a couple home underdogs. Yes, Green Bay, the Phoenix, they're struggling down this stretch. I don't know why I'm betting them so much. I lose yet again, plus the five, losing to Youngstown State. I lose on Evansville, plus the three and a half at home against Southern Illinois. Thought the Purple Aces were going to have a fighting shot in this one. They just couldn't get the offense going. They let it halftime, but in the second half, the Salukis found their offensive rhythm and got the job done, and I lose the ticket. And then in the game I should have stayed away from, or if I was going to bet it, I should have bet Memphis instead of Florida Atlantic. Yeah, I had the Owls minus the one and a half. They lose outright to Memphis. Outstanding performance from the Tigers. Two teams with a ton of talent. Both could be dangerous if they make the NC2A tournament. We got to see the good Memphis here on Sunday. Florida Atlantic, well, they'll have to figure it out here down the stretch. Then my coin flip bets, I hit them both. I cash in the NBA on the Bucks and the 76ers. They stay under the 232. And then I cash in the Flyers and the Penguins on the Frozen Pond. They go over the six. So a little housekeeping here before we get to the card for Monday. First of all, I want to thank you guys for the excellent feedback on the Soapbox educational episode that I dropped on Saturday. If you haven't listened to it, please go back and listen to it. I wasn't sure what to expect, but after reviewing the comments, I'm glad that I ended up doing that podcast. So thank you again for all the positive feedback I received on that show. Then the NBA Prop Bet Show on Monday, believe it or not, I will be going for 14 consecutive winning days. Had the mother-in-law in town here over the weekend, so didn't have a Prop Bet podcast on Saturday or Sunday, but I won on Friday. That was my 13th consecutive win, and once again, we'll go for number 14 here on Monday. So here's your trivia question before we get to the card. What Southland Conference team has the most NCAA tournament wins? Hint here, they have a 5-6 and six record in the big dance. So now, let's get to the card. And if you get this one, I tip my cap to you. This is a tough trivia question, I know that. But now, let's start in the Big 12. It's a marquee game. It's TCU, minus the 2.5 against Baylor. So in the first meeting, oh, what a basketball game. TCU won 105-102 to 102 in triple overtime. So the Bears are out for revenge tonight. Might be in for another nail-biter in this one. TCU coasted to an easy 18-point victory over Cincinnati on Saturday. Meanwhile, Baylor lost a heartbreaker at home in overtime against Houston after rallying to get into overtime. The Bears have three conference wins on the road already this season. They beat Oklahoma State in overtime. They beat UCF, and they beat West Virginia. 
They've lost at Kansas State by four. They lost at Texas by two. They lost at Kansas by three. And they lost at BYU by seven. So they do play tough, competitive games of the road. The Bears are eight and six in conference with a ton of tight games. Baylor ranks number one in offensive efficiency in the loaded Big 12, but they're number 10 on defense. TCU, on the other hand, has dropped home games this year to Iowa State by one and Texas by 11 in a little bit of a head scratcher. The Horn Frogs also have wins over Oklahoma by nine, Houston by one, and Texas Tech by seven. I guess throw in West Virginia by 16, and then once again, Cincinnati by 18, last out. TCU ranks fifth on offense. They're number eight on defense. I'm not a fan of betting into Baylor off of back-to-back losses, but this is a small slate of games on Monday. TCU has the fourth best home court edge in the country. So yeah, I'll back the home team here. Give me the Horn Frogs of TCU minus the two and a half at home over Baylor. Next up on the card, we go to the CAA. It's UNC Wilmington minus the seven and a half at Campbell. So Campbell played UNC Wilmington tough in the first meeting, losing by just three. The Campbells of Campbell are 12 and 16 overall. They're six and nine of the CAA, losers of three straight. They're three and four at home this season, not the best. They have one top 200 win over Hofstra on the resume. Toss out the first meeting against Wilmington, and the Camels have struggled to stay competitive against top-tier opponents. They lost by 15 at Drexel. They lost by 23 at home against Charleston. They lost to Townsend by 34. Campbell ranks ninth on offense and 12th on defense in the CAA. Meanwhile, the Seahawks of UNC Wilmington are 20-7 and overall. They're 11-4 and in conference. They have eight top 200 wins this season, including that big road win at Kentucky. Plus, they also have a sweep of Charleston, a very good basketball team. They've won conference games on the road by 12 at Elon, by 23 at Northeastern, by 6 at Charleston, by 30 at Hampton, and by 16 at William & Mary. Not exactly nail-biters, though. I hope for similar separation tonight with the second-best offense in the CAA. Let's lay the points on the road. Give me the Seahawks of UNC Wilmington, minus the 7.5 on the road at Campbell. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Next up on the card, we go to the SWAC. It's Texas Southern. Minus the two at Arkansas Pine Bluff. So Pine Bluff won the first meeting, 70-67, to 67, and the Tigers look for payback tonight. Texas Southern is 11-14 on the season. They're 9-5 in the SWAC. 
They are 5-3 and three on the road in conference play. And don't forget, Texas Southern always travels to the who's who in the non-conference. So they've already played this year at the Pitt at New Mexico. They've played at Arizona State. They played at Virginia. They played at Creighton. And they played at Purdue, just to name a few. They have the number one defense in the conference. They do rank number seven in the conference on offense, so that's not as good. Meanwhile, the Golden Lions of Pine Bluff are 12 and 15 on the year. They're seven and seven in conference. They're three and four at home in conference play. They have the fifth best offense and the seventh best defense, but that's not enough for me. I'm going to back the road team here with the best D looking for revenge. Give me Texas Southern minus the two on the road at Arkansas Pine Bluff. And my final college basketball game here on the card is in the Mid-Eastern Athletic Conference. It's North Carolina Central, minus the two and a half against Delaware State. So huge Ken Palm value compared to the six-point projection with this game. The Eagles of North Carolina Central are 14-11 and 11 on the year. They're 6-4 and four in the conference. They won at Delaware State in the first meeting by three. They ended a three-game skid on Saturday with a very impressive 33-point win at home over Maryland Eastern Shore. Central is balanced, ranking number two on both ends of the floor. Plus, they have the 88th best home court edge in the country. Meanwhile, the Hornets of Delaware State are 12-14 and 14 overall. They're 5-5 five and five in conference. They lost by seven over the weekend at South Carolina State. They're 2-2 two and two in conference in road games this year. They do have the number one defense, number six ranked offense in the conference. But I'm going to back the Kin Palm numbers tonight. Huge variance, so I'm going to lay the points. Give me North Carolina Central, minus the two and a half, at home over Delaware State. Next up, your coin flips on the card in the NBA. I selected the Detroit Pistons at the New York Knicks. Total of 223 and a half in this one. Heads it is. I'm on the over 223 and a half between the Pistons and the Knicks. Then on the Frozen Pond, I selected the Ottawa Senators at the Washington Capitals. Total of six and a half in this one. Heads it is again. I'm on the over six and a half between the Senators and the Capitals. Then your trivia answer here is Lamar. They won five tournament games between 1979 and 1983. They beat Alabama, Missouri, Oregon State, Weber State, and Detroit during that stretch. That run for Lamar, by the way, was started with a head coach at that time by the name of Billy Tubbs. He eventually went on to take the Oklahoma job. But yeah, Billy Tubbs was a coach of Lamar during that stretch when they had so much success, or at least the beginning of that stretch, I should say. So here we go. Let's recap my card for a Monday. In the Big 12, I'm on TCU, minus the two and a half against Baylor. In the CAA, I'm on UNC Wilmington, minus the seven and a half at Campbell. In the SWAC, I'm on Texas Southern, minus the two at Arkansas Pine Bluff. In the Mid-Eastern Athletic Conference, I'm on North Carolina Central, minus the two and a half against Delaware State. Coin flips, I'm on the Pistons and the Knicks over the 223 and a half. And on the Frozen Pond, I have the Senators and the Capitals over the six and a half. Enjoy the games, and as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money, have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.